RTHK News. It's one o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. The headlines, the financial secretary declares that Hong Kong is the best financial centre in Asia. HSBC announces a second interest rate increase in more than a month. And South Korea says North Korea's attempt to fire a long-range missile has failed. Financial Secretary Paul Chan has declared that Hong Kong is the best financial centre in Asia as he opened the last day of the Global Financial Leaders Investment Summit. Mr Chan acknowledged that the local stock market has been volatile, but he said the authorities have been monitoring the movements for any irregularities and have found no cause for alarm so far. Meanwhile, Mr Chan has denied receiving special treatment after he was allowed to attend the Financial Leaders Summit despite testing PCR positive for COVID-19. Mr Chan contracted the virus in Saudi Arabia and returned on Tuesday after giving a negative rapid test result. The government confirmed last night that Mr Chan's airport COVID test was positive, but with a low viral load. The financial secretary told reporters that health authorities have applied the same COVID rules to him as to other travellers. On arrival, I did a PCR test and then went home. This test and go policy also applies to every Hong Kong citizen coming back from overseas. The uh, health authority looked at my PCR test result, take into consideration the details of my health declaration, also take into consideration the fact that I did not have any symptoms on arrival. They finally decide this is a case of recovery. The CEO of the Hong Kong Investment Funds Association says she hopes the government will ease travel curbs so the territory can thrive in its role as super connector to the mainland. Sally Wong hailed yesterday's speech by Chief Executive John Lee at the Global Financial Leaders Investment Summit about the SAR's strengths as an international finance centre. But she said action was needed to improve access to cross-border connect schemes as well as unimpaired travelling. When we talk to colleagues from other fund associations, they still find, well, Hong Kong, you still have all these restrictions in place. We have removed them altogether. So we sort of outline, and especially if you're in an international financial center, that does not commensurate with our position. We need unfettered, unimpaired traveling and access to other markets. And only with this can we really play to the strengths and our role as a super connector between China and the rest of the world. The Hong Kong Monetary Authority says the public should be prepared for saving and lending rates to rise further after the US central bank announced a rate hike of 75 basis points early this morning, meeting market expectations. In a statement, the chief executive of the authority, Eddie Yu, said it's normal for the Hong Kong dollar exchange rate to remain weak as the interest rate differentials between the Hong Kong and US dollars widens. And he stressed the latest U.S. move will not affect the financial and monetary stability of Hong Kong. And a short while ago, HSBC announced a a second interest rate increase in more than a month, and this time by a larger margin. From tomorrow, both lending and savings rates will go up by 25 basis points. In late September, the bank raised rates by 12.5 basis points, and that was the first rise in four years. A High Court judge has rejected a judicial review application challenging the government's amendment of the law to empower it to invalidate vaccine exemptions. 
Kwok Chuk Keen, who's known as the King of Judicial Reviews for the number of legal challenges he's filed, went to court last week saying there should be a mechanism for people to appeal over their invalidated exemption. In his decision, Judge Russell Coleman said there's no absolute bar prohibiting them from regaining exemption and therefore the application for leave to apply for judicial review has been dismissed and he made no order as to costs. Turning overseas now, South Korea says North Korea's attempt to fire a long-range missile has failed. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff said the missile launched by Pyongyang flew less than half its intended range. Pyongyang also fired two more missiles that were short-range a day after it fired a barrage of more than 20 missiles. The latest launches have been condemned by Tokyo and Seoul. The BBC's Jonathan Head has this report. The North Koreans have tested far more missiles this year than ever before. The total is now well over 60. And the launches of all these missiles, these flurries of missiles, on one interpretation, there's always an element of guesswork, but on one interpretation does seem uh, to be the North Koreans showing how advanced their missile tech capabilities are, that they could launch multiple missiles at South Korea if needed. Um, ultimately, of course, if those are nuclear warhead missiles, that's an exceptionally alarming scenario. The U.S. President Joe Biden has said Americans must unite in opposition to political violence, saying democracy itself will be on the ballot paper in next week's midterm elections. Mr. Biden accused the former president, Donald Trump, and his supporters of undermining democracy and fueling anger, hate, vitriol and violence by refusing to accept the results of the 2020 presidential election. He said Americans needed to make important decisions now. The issue couldn't be clearer in my view. We, the people, must decide whether we're going to sustain a republic where reality is accepted, the law is obeyed, and your vote is truly sacred. We, the people, must decide whether the rule of law will prevail, whether we will allow the dark forces put ahead of the principles that long guided us. The American people should go to the polls on Tuesday, President Biden said, and vote to ensure the rule of law prevailed. As I stand here today, there are candidates running for every level of office in America, for governor, Congress, attorney general, secretary of state, who won't commit, they will not commit to accepting the results of elections that they're running in. This is a path to chaos in America. It's unprecedented. It's unlawful. And it's un-American. A court in the U.S. state of Florida has sentenced the gunman responsible for the 2018 Parkland school massacre to life in prison without parole. Nicholas Cruz was convicted last month of one of the worst school shootings in U.S. history. Sam Fuentes survived the atrocity at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Moments before Cruz was sentenced, she addressed him directly in court. I was still a child when you shot me with your gun. You shot me in the leg. And if you looked me in the face like I'm looking you right now, you would see the scars on it from the hot shrapnel that was lodged into it. Do you remember? After you sprayed my classroom with bullets, standing in the dormitory, peering into the see the work you've done. Do you remember my little battered, bloody face looking back at you? I could have sworn we locked eyes. Brazil's defeated president, Jair Bolsonaro, has called on hundreds of truck drivers blocking the country's highways to go home. The blockades began on Sunday in protest that the right-wing incumbent's narrow loss to his left-wing rival, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva. Mr Bolsonaro, who's yet to concede defeat, made his comments in a video posted on social media. I want to make a appeal to you. 
I have to appeal to you, unblock the roads. I don't think these are part of legitimate demonstrations. Let's not lose our legitimacy here. Other demonstrations that are being held all over Brazil, in squares, are part, as I say, of the democratic game. Carry on. Be my guest. A new trial has shown that the main hallucinogenic ingredient in magic mushrooms can improve the symptoms of people with severe depression. This report from the BBC's Dominic Hughes. The latest trial reported in the New England Journal of Medicine has found that a single 25 milligram dose of a synthetic form of psilocybin called COMP360 delivered alongside psychological support had a significant impact in reducing symptoms in people with what is known as treatment-resistant depression. Participants took the drug under close supervision, with the psychedelic effects lasting between six and eight hours, described as being similar to a waking dream. Psychiatrists believe the drug helps our thinking become more plastic and flexible, opening opportunities for positive treatment in the follow-up support sessions. A United Nations report says a third of the glaciers located in World Heritage Sites will vanish by 2050 because of climate change. Researchers used existing satellite data to track the shrinking of nearly 19,000 glaciers. The BBC's Esme Stallard has this report. This report concludes that even if global temperature increases are kept below 1.5 degrees, which was an aim agreed as part of the 2015 Paris Climate Agreement, glaciers at sites like Kilimanjaro in Tanzania, Yosemite in the United States and Mount Purdue in the Pyrenees will be gone in three decades. These rivers of ice are crucial for human survival. It's estimated that 50% of us rely on them as a water source for our homes, for growing food and generating energy from hydropower. The researchers say global emissions need to be cut dramatically to reduce the loss of other glaciers. To sports, and we start with Major League Baseball, where Houston Astros pitchers have combined to throw just the second no-hitter in World Series history in Game 4 to beat the Philadelphia Phillies 5-0 and even the series. Starter Christian Xavier went six innings and struck out nine. Brian Abreu stuck out the side in the seventh. Rafael Montero threw a perfect eighth. And Brian Presley closed out the third no-hitter in MLB postseason history. Game 5 is in Philadelphia tonight. Next to football and the European Champions League, where AC Milan were the latest team to clinch a place in the last 16. The Italian side defeated RB Salzburg 4-0 in their final group game. More from the BBC's Maz Faruqi. After the AC Milan boss Stefano Pioli was forced to defend his decision to withdraw his side's top scorer this season, Rafael Leao, at half-time in the weekend's Serie A defeat at Torino, that move proved to be validated on Wednesday. His side only needed a draw against Salzburg, but both Leao and Olivier Giroud scored two of Milan's four goals, were named in the starting eleven, and helped them to an emphatic victory. AC Milan winning 4-0 and are through what Pioli has described as their first obstacle of the season. Milan qualified behind Group E winners Chelsea, who defeated Dinamo Zagreb 2-1. The holders, Real Madrid, sealed top spot in Group F after thrashing Celtic 5-1 at the Bernabeu. Real finished a point above second-placed RB Leipzig. The German side beat Shakhtar Donetsk 4-0. Benfica and Paris Saint-Germain finished level on points at the top of Group H. Benfica won the group thanks to a higher number of away goals scored. 
The Portuguese side hit five second-half goals in a 6-1 win at Maccabi Haifa, while PSG beat Juventus 2-1. Group G winners Manchester City beat Sevilla 3-1 and it finished one all between second-place Borussia Dortmund and FC Copenhagen. The last 16 draw will be made on Monday. South Korean captain Son Heung-min is to undergo surgery on a facial injury, putting his World Cup place in doubt. Son was helped off the pitch during the first half of Tottenham's Champions League win at Marseille on Tuesday after taking a shoulder to the face. Tottenham said Son will have surgery to stabilise a fracture around his left eye. The club didn't say how long they expect him to be out. Mikel Arteta says he's happy at Arsenal after reports linking him with the Barcelona job. Arteta has guided Arsenal to the top of the English Premier League. They'll reach the last 16 of the Europa League if they beat FC Zurich tonight. Barca, who are currently coached by their former player Chabi, have lined up Arteta as their future manager, according to reports. No, what I can say, I'm extremely happy and proud to be where I am. I think Barcelona, now they are in a really good path. I think they have a phenomenal coach, a coach that has been an absolutely legend in that club and has lifted their whole place, and I think you have to be very respectful of that. Manchester United will be without forwards Anthony, Jaden Sancho and Anthony Martial for tonight's Europa League match away to Real Sociedad. United will finish top of Group E if they win by two goals or more. Back locally, after the observatory lowered all tropical cyclone warning signals this morning, a spokesman from the Meteorological Society described how rare it is for a number eight storm signal to be seen in Hong Kong in autumn. Leung Wing Mo told RTHK an anti-cyclone weather system normally occurs around this time of year, producing northerly winds that push away approaching storms from the south. He told Ben Che the anticyclone was to blame for Nalgay's weakness when it approached the SAR. It is really rare, as you just said. <laughs> this is a 50-year event. Basically, the reason is that uh, at this time of the year, normally we have a very large weather system, which is the anticyclone over East Asia. And the wind that it generates is northerly winds. So any typhoons or tropical cyclone approaching from the south is basically pushed back either to the south or to the west and so on. So it's rare that a a typhoon can come that close to Hong Kong. And the local weather forecast, it'll be cloudy with a few showers and moderate to fresh easterly winds. The outlook, sunny intervals and a few showers in the next few days, but becoming fine early next week. Currently, the observatory, the temperature is 23 degrees Celsius, the relative humidity at 93%. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The financial secretary declares that Hong Kong is the best financial centre in Asia. HSBC announces a second interest rate increase in more than a month. And South Korea says North Korea's attempt to fire a long-range missile has failed. The news from RTHK. Thanks, Todd. afternoon. Uh, James Ross in on the brew for Phil for one day only. I sit by the telephone waiting for you to call me. And when I'm alone in the night, the blues start to fall on me. Baby, I'm waiting for you. And all that's on my mind is what I'm gonna do. My friends say I'm crazy and I'm wasting my time on you. I'm breaking the rules and I'm way out of line. It's 
1977, Diana Ross, and I'm getting ready for love. Got some great music between now and two o'clock on the brew till two. But she moves like lightning, and she counts to three. Then she turns out all the lights and says she's coming for me. And I put your hands up, this is a heist. And there's no one in here living gonna make it out alive. Undercover, undercover She said Green, green girls Blue, blue sky You better throw a party On the day that I die Green, green girls Blue, blue sky You better throw a party On the day that I die We go together Adam and Eve The girl is so much more Than just another apple thief Undercover, undercover She said green, green grass 